So um, welcome to the Artist Life Act podcast. It's Rahul here in Amsterdam. And I'm here today with uh, Job Rousen, who's a kind of a master, jack of all trades, a master of all trades, a painter, creates murals, um, parties, installations, and also Zwan Zinden um, from London, um, Hackney, um, who is a multimedia artist um, who creates installations and um, works with the Sense Collective in Hackney. And um, one thing which we're focusing on today is, is um, club culture in the lockdown, because obviously um, the lockdown has seriously affected any kind of industry or business where people gather. And um, that has had a huge impact on, on, on um, uh, artists who work with installations and club culture in general. And that's what we're here to discuss, how to, how to make it work for artists, how to make it work for people who want those kind of experiences um, as we kind of evolve towards a new normal. But before I get involved in that, I just wanted to ask either, either of you, um, what, you know, how did you get to where you were? I mean, why did you do what you do? And you know, how, did you, how did you get involved in it? And either of you can start on this. You're talking about uh, the way of life. Yeah, you, you, what, you, what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I was a kid already, I knew that uh, I like to have a, you know, a life with a lot of excitement and fun stuff. And always when you say like, I don't want to become like the, the grown up there or the grown up there, you know, and pinch me if I become one like that. You know, you're always saying that to your friends. And actually I managed to do that and still do that. And I see a lot of people who get older that they will, they will, they will stop with it, with the really dreaming about uh, making, to do things with the group. Everybody wants to do everything by themselves. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just, uh, I keep on dreaming. I don't stop with it. So I have no other choice than doing what I'm doing. Just to play and do a little bit like provocations and a little bit, uh, uh, Showing people, for example, um, uh, that at the school to have a nail polish or uh, uh, or wear, wear a dress or do all that, and nobody's gonna fuck uh, with you because uh, you can also show it from another from another way. I like very much to do that. So, for example, on school, when there was somebody who got teased, who falls on the ground, I would drop myself on the ground too, just to get the attention away, like that. I like that way of uh, entertainment. Zorn, what about you? Um, well, I think it's the, the freedom that comes with art and the, the, the expressiveness. I guess I wasn't bad academically, but um, when it came to a time to choose what I'd like to do, I feel like art pulled me more than anything else. And I think it was knowing that I would be free to explore what I wanted to explore within the means of the subject that I'm, or the topic I'm, um, I'm choosing and I think that's that's why it's just that, that freedom and that sense of sort of ha having your own um, your own sort of flow your own choices and, and kind of being in control of your reality you have always been in the city I have yeah yeah because you know uh, then you were more lucky mostly yeah because on the most places where you want to become artist, uh, when you are a kid, they will always say like, you're not going to make money, yeah? Or they're going to say like, don't do it, don't go for it. So it's a, 
they always try to do that. But I had parents, for example, and people around me who would just say, yeah, yeah, do it. So from child off, I ne- never had that struggle. Yeah. That and helps a lot. lot. My mother's very uh, art- creative and artistic and, and so is my dad in, um, musically and yeah. I have a very musical family. So I think it was, it's always been something that's around me. So I was free to make that choice. Which yeah, I, exactly. I, I, you I had some of the farm. You didn't have to hold it up. It I was there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. for me the same, uh, same thing. So that's also a thing to, to tell to other, to other people who don't have that choice so much to just show them, no, no, no. I can eat dry bread as long as I'm happy, you know what I mean? It's for me more important than have the dollars on the bank. I mean, the, the, the last weekend before the lockdown, I was visiting some friends in London, right? And we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. And it was the last weekend. And we were, we, 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 it was someone's birthday. And we went out and we, we, we were considering what should we do? And we thought we need to go clubbing because it was the very last weekend that the clubs were open. And it felt like everyone was kind of cutting loose. And what I love about club culture is that it creates a different kind of social space. It allows people to connect on a different kind of level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And brings people together. Together. Very important what you're saying, because I'm organizing already 25 years parties every year, normally for sure one time a month and sometimes more. And we had also, we organized a party also that, that uh, almost that last day, but by accident because it was planned already, of course. And after that, you get a little bit like, all right, this is not really good. You're missing the groups of people. But then I started to go to people's houses and I would take their most, the room with the most of crap and, and, and stuff, what they would never go and look at. And I would go and change that room into a little club. Mm-hmm. in people's houses so in the basement or on the top floor or whatever and when you make a little club in a house on, on the in the on that room you never use and you put some disco lights in this and that and even if you were just with three people it feels like so i'm also with new year you could have like they say you can have three guests okay so we had a little bit more but we have a very big house also but uh, it was the first time I was like, oh, um, normally you are like, oh, I hope they come. And I was like, I hope they don't come. <laughs> but what we did was we made one club in the bathroom that was for three people, four people, one in the basement. There was three, four people and one on the top floor. And then, so we had three clubs in the house. And uh, we created clubs anywhere and everywhere. And I, I was in also. an MA show recently and they, they built uh, a tiny box essentially and then they, they, they just had a DJ play music and just rammed everyone into it. As much yeah, as exactly. It's so much fun. That's a lot of fun. And it's like, like, I like what you're saying about using um, unused, um, semi, or semi-abandoned spaces. And um, when I began making my installations, I, couldn't, I didn't have much access to spaces. So what I'd do is I'd go outside, I'd rent a generator for £10 and um, set up my installations outside and play music really loud and invite as many people as I'd want. So we had these um, sort of really rough and ready guerrilla exhibitions outside in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in abandoned spaces. People would walk by and join in. And everybody, very- is, uh, everybody is open for that, but yeah. young and old. And you can build, build it in any house. In any house, you can build a little, uh, a little club. What I think about the COVID time, so for example, it's a little bit like hitchhiking. When you go hitchhiking... You're going to be like um, not enjoying it during the hitchhiking. 
You know what I mean? Because cars just pass by and this and that and takes time. But when you arrive, then you are like, wow, that was pretty cool, you know, and now we are here. <laughs> and then we did it. Yeah, but the COVID is the same because actually you are, when you are in the middle of it, you are going to be like, Jesus, oh, no, no, no. But when you think back that you, are, that you were able to walk on the, in the center of the city with no people mm. or that you, that you now suddenly know your neighbors or that you now... So when you look back, you only see actually uh, the good things about it. I keep saying that COVID is a time for learning, you know. Everyone's been forced to internalize and only one, only one thing can come out of in, in, internalizing, that's learning about yourself. And a lot of people have learned about themselves and, and kind of realized what they want, really want to do and what is important in their lives, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's, it's not worth just, you know, actually worrying about things or, you know, and also people have been at home a lot more and realized that, you know, why am I going to work? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there's, there's, there's also another kind of weird thing that's happening with Corona and COVID, which is, you know, sometimes economists talk about a V-shaped recovery or a W-shaped recovery or a U-shaped recovery. They're talking now about a K-shaped recovery, like a kind of a K lying on its back because the stock market in most countries has never been higher, right? And uh, the, the top companies in the world have never made more money. Mm. And there are um, lots of businesses that are working pretty well. And, and, and actually, some of the gallery owners that I know are doing okay because people are buying physical art, right? But anyone who is um, in a business which is service-oriented, so, you know, if you, if you run a bar or a cafe or a restaurant or a club, then you're in a slightly different position because you're not um, shipping digital product, you're not shipping physical product, yeah. right? You know, so, you know, Netflix, Amazon, they're fine, right? So there, there's a real question here about how do you create a survivable business model moving forward to the new normal, right? For, for now, what I don't like is like uh, the clubs now, the most busy places now is like the supermarkets, and they will not tell you on the news if there was a COVID incident in the supermarket because then they would have to close normally. Yeah? You know what I mean? So it's a weird situation where they have to, where they shut up about the supermarkets. But Zwan, you were you were you were kind of dealing with you were kind of you got you're looking at some interesting kind of online platforms because a lot of clubbing has kind of gone online. There've been kind of new ways for people to connect to each other online, right? That's something you've been looking at. Like you were saying, yeah. Um it's a tricky position for me because, like, like you were saying, club culture brings people together, and that being in the same room and experiencing people physically, especially touching, it's pushing. so special, and uh, it's kind of it, it's what interlocks the like the fabrics of society. You know, it's what brings everyone together, and it is going to be a struggle to find these new ways of doing things. But yeah, we're working with interesting platforms like uh, Bramble is called. So it's essentially yeah. like an yeah. online chat room. And it's like a video game where you run around with your avatar and you run up to someone and you chat and then your screen comes up and you can chat to them and uh, share information and, and whatnot. And then in different rooms, they have um, screening rooms and you can have DJs playing and stuff like that. And, which we found... But how big are you going to see the people? Well, yeah, exactly. Just like... Like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a party the 20th, a surprise party for a friend in Norway of mine where, I'm, where I'm, he's an architect, an interior architect. And we are always dreaming about partying digitally. Digital, digital, digitally, 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 yeah. Digitally, yeah. Digitally. Uh -huh. 
And uh, so now we're going to do it. We have three Beamers, but uh, Shadow is going to buy the, the, the small long one who projects like up the wall like that. So you don't make any shadow. We're going to, uh, and, uh, and his house in Norway, he's going to have three screens, one with Istanbul, one with uh, Amsterdam, and one with another place in Norway, I believe. Okay. And he's going to see us the same big as, as he is around him. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So it's basically kind of like a virtual party okay. where you've got people in three different countries. And you can talk to them, like, but you're going to hear it like this. Yeah. The only thing is when I don't have the same wine in my fridge as he has, that's the only difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> But that's fine. You can show it to people like, ah, oh, we have still, we still have some. That makes me think of um, the the show called Bring Your Own Beamer. Yeah. That we've been doing all over. and um, Yeah, yeah, with the, with the uh, hand beamers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, this Bramble um, thing sounds exciting, but we haven't used it yet. So um, we're just looking forward to the outcome and seeing how it goes and also just connecting with people all over the world. And it gives a people an, uh, an opportunity to kind of connect with our work and um, the artists that we're bringing to the event, and um, which we wouldn't have had before. So we just have to look at the positives and of how we're connecting to a broader spectrum right now. And, you know, we'll send you the link and please do join us on the 5th of February. Um, 5th of February. February. We'll put that one. Um, so we have one live stream happening. Uh, and that will be a collective called the Loose Association of Cinema and Sound. And we do um, live scores uh, with live visuals. So we, we experiment with uh, different synths and different sounds and vocals and different instruments. And uh, we usually have a rough, a rough sort of um, theme or topic. Uh, this time we're doing the Joker. So um, Bramble, Bramble are based in um, New York and Toronto. They started a um, sort of indoor sort of event platform where people would put on events in their houses. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Artery. And that kind of, that blew up, I think, probably throughout the lockdown. And then they recently found a new initiative, which was this Bramble. And I mean, it would be interesting to go on it together, actually, um, at some point. I think I have a link that we could actually all use. Um, I had a look at it. It sounds, it sounds really yeah, I And I like, I like to add a little list for everybody who joins so it's not only the screen you see, but also you're going to say like, oh, but you go to the supermarket first and you order this and this wine and this and this <laughs> yeah. snack. Then we re- yeah. Then you have then also the same, things where we're the same box. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to add more. Put your temperature at 20 degrees. <laughs> you know, like. I like that. I like that. <laughs> No, but I, I think, I think, I think there's. Well, I was at um, IDFA, which is the documentary festival in Amsterdam. Um, I think it was last year, and they had a whole multimedia selection section, which is all VR with um, VR installations by artists, where you're kind of essentially putting on your Oculus Rift or your Oculus Rift equivalent, and you're entering entering this world. And um, also, if you look at things like Fortnite, kind of the online gaming and um, there's Roboblox and uh, what's the other, what's the third one? Among Us. Yeah, all but all the, Among Us is a you know it's a, it's a it's a little bit less immersive. But this idea that people are interacting, albeit in Fortnite, they're killing each other, but still <laughs> you're interacting in this virtual world and connecting in this virtual yeah. world. World. So you know, there's already that kind of playfulness online. It's just slightly controlled. It's slightly centralized because the code is controlled by um, big businesses. 
as opposed to individuals. But there's, you know, it feels like there's a, there's a, there's a huge space. Yeah, but we should add touching into the whole video gaming. <laughs> More, you want to feel something, you know. I know, I know that would be amazing. That would be. Amazing. We need wind and uh, and, and pushing and, uh, people. Uh, this is what people miss. That's why a lot of uh, kids do a suicide now, eh? because of the. Be cut off. Yeah, they get cut off very quick because they are they are learning right now. I mean, they say that babies gets. do skin to skin with them, you know, so they have that physical connection yeah. and kind of create this relationship between you physically. And I was reading an essay called The Eyes of the Skin, which says that every single sense is a development of touch. So our eyes are just an extension of our feelings. So everything begins with our sense of touch. Touching, yeah. That's actually one of the things you can do with a kid already when it's young uh, because they have a language very quick. So you start already learning them um, hand language. So every time you give them food or, or, or anything, make a move with it and you will see uh, uh, in half a year you can have conversations with your kid already way before people who are just going for, for words. There's yeah. a lot of kids getting angry when they um, when they, when they're doing their best so much to say the word or the, the thing, but you don't understand them because they still say "rava" or "baba." Mm. But when you go like this and like this and like this and like yeah. a dog or uh, you know all that, it really works. It's fun. That makes sense. That that sounds great. Yeah, I was biking home last week. I uh, had some ketamine and uh, my brain was going loose from my body <laughs> and I had to bike home. Yeah. <laughs> and on the bike, my brain was saying, this is not going very well. But my body was like, don't you worry. And so my whole body became my brain who was thinking for, for this brain. So this brain, my body said to me here, I bring you home. No problem. Yeah. Very stable. <laughs> He was not moving weird or something. He was just going home. And, and he said to me, like, just, just look around. It's okay. <laughs> my, my, my brain brought my brain back home. It's muscle memory, isn't it, kicking in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is for the silence, eh? No, 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 it's fine. We can tap it in. That's the best bit. Um, the, um, the, the thing you, I've heard you both talk about a little bit is outdoor solutions. Because if you're dealing with a world in which um, you need to be socially distance, and also where, um, um, especially indoor activity is, is high risk, then being able to reclaim public spaces, like you were talking about getting a, a barge and just sailing it down the canals with a projector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with projecting, you can do a very nice, uh, for example, if you have a dancer, if you film a dancer with just black around, so you just have the dancer and you would and you project it uh, from the on, from a boat or from a car on the on the sidewalk, you will you will see the just the dancer. Yeah, she's in white, for example, because of what they what, because of yeah, what they're wearing. Ex exactly what you say about the beamer uh, uh, vessel when everybody brings their own beamer. Mm. That sounds great. That sounds yeah, you, great. you get these things. Yeah. Uh, in right in the middle of lockdown in 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 London, um, I was walking through the park and I saw this big group of people and I was like what's going on over there I got a bit closer and I just see this DJ everyone had their own headphones on and they were just partying they're like come and join us you know pay five a donation fee and I just saw it as a great a great initiative and people are just using their you know and yeah they do it on bicycles groups of bicycles with music <laughs> that sounds moving. 
But then it's not that idea you can just tap out and just have a conversation and, you know, the bar's over there and it's it's quite freeing. And it brings back the element of a, of a like, full festival, you know. Yeah, because you're still connecting to people. You know, if yeah. you're physically seeing how someone else responds to the same music yeah. as you. Exactly. Um, it gets you to let loose a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of it's about just being yourself. Yeah, and also because you think you're doing something like naughty. I mean, like a little like <laughs> that's, part of, that's part of what makes partying amazing, to be honest, as well. And yeah, placebo drugs. <laughs> how in how in London? Um, it's been a big uh, downhill battle in the clubs. You know, I mean, a few amazing clubs have opened up, like uh, Fold. Uh, I would mention would be one of the newer ones that were, that have done a great job, but. Um, there's been a big curfew for 10 p.m. for a lot of clubs in East London, and oh. it's, so it's been really tricky. And I think it's been a reoccurring thing for a long time how London's just kind of the club scene's just being manhandled and controlled and kind of pushed pushed aside, especially during COVID. Uh, it's gotten a lot, well, obviously everywhere, but it's gotten worse. And but are, the, are the clubs still open in London? I, I thought they were. Just no, there. no, no. They have haven't been for a while. Um, yeah. Pubs all shut too, so. Um, there aren't many uh, opportunities for social interaction. Um, yeah, but, but the ball, the ball. But, um, like I was saying, this has already been happening before. Um, so it's just almost like COVID's kind of reestablished this crackdown on the club life. But um, London itself has always been somewhere that throws illegal parties and parties outside of, uh, you know, in these warehouses and, um, you know, small venues, which, which again, like like you were saying, brings back that excitement and exciting element. And so a lot of these uh, illegal parties have been carrying on. Um, and I think, to be honest, the party will never die. After all, people, you can't no. stop people from partying. And the more London yeah. people guys- try to crack down, the more people will fight back. And um, I just have faith that no one... Yeah, I see it as a bow. I see it as a bow who said, they say, okay, another two weeks... <laughs> another two weeks, another two weeks, and now it's almost there. And then you, then you shoot that one off. It's gonna be like the oh, roaring twenties. Yeah. Well, well, after the after they say that after the, the Spanish 20s. Spanish flu, everyone just went nuts. Yeah, of course. Yes. So the experience. Why Germany, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm ready for it? Did I'm you ready. <laughs> did you watch um, um, Steve McQueen's Small Axe series at all? Um, oh yeah, I watched a few episodes of um, Mangrove. Did you, did you watch Lovers Rock? No, I didn't. No. Oh, you have to watch that. That's okay. essentially about a particular type of music and like a, basically a house party. The whole okay. show is just about a house party. But again, it speaks to the fact that uh, this is going to happen. Um, and, you know, right now I, I, I don't think it, it makes sense. I mean, the, um, the situation in Ireland was that the Irish had some of the lowest transmission rates forever. So they opened up for Christmas, and then things just went through the roof. So yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we'll uh, I remember when the, when there was the the finan- financial crisis. Yeah. Then everybody had their less money, but with organized party, nobody was uh, saving on parties. Yeah. The parties went like <clears throat> that moment. Yeah. When people have nothing, they want to do that. They want yeah. to get pissed. Just have fun, and you know, to connect with each other, and it's, yeah, it brings forward what's real and what's important again. But but aside, aside from because I mean, for me, there's two elements to um, um, clubs. Uh, the first element is connecting with other people, right? The other the other element is kind of connecting to yourself, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, with that, for example, there's lots of installations. 
I often take my kids to, like, you know, I'll take my 10, 12, 13 year old daughter to installation, to an installation. And we'll just sit there and we'll just watch it. Yeah, like the night festival in Amsterdam, yeah, things like that. Exactly. They had one at the Westerbach uh, gas fabric and then like an industrial space. And we were in France, there was an old um, uh, submarine um, warehouse that we yeah. took. We were, we were I had it with New Year, with the New Year's party. We were not allowed to do fireworks. And normally Amsterdam is like extreme fireworks. But what I did was uh, I had laser lights, disco lights, I put everything on the street. And a big speaker with just the sound of fireworks, <laughs> like the real, the, the, like the year before, from the year before, and it was working. Like everybody was loving it, just to <laughs> just the sound was enough with the like. Found a loop. <laughs> Found a loophole. <laughs> so, so kind of more on the installation side, is, has there been kind of any innovations? Because that's something you could theoretically kind of socially distance. You can create a, a situation where people can wander through while maintaining a little bit of distance. And you can also do it outdoors. We could make a date. We could make a date and we call it like, for example, the, the, uh, the disco light date. So instead of people, everybody clapping for the nurses uh, and the doctors, we would say like, okay, 11 o'clock, dead in the night, everybody who has lasers and lights and everything, just put a light on their balcony window <laughs> and just make it create a oh, that is awesome. illegal that's light great. show. Yeah. For example, when I was younger, we did this, instead of making gravities, we went to go for, for, for example, in parks or in streets, we made the, the, the street lights, we give them a color, like a, yeah. just a filter. Yeah. Fill up, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, people who have from the government who have to take it away, they really have to go first. Like, oh, there is a thing. We we just climb the pole and hang it, you know. But they have to order a little car or a stairs, and so it takes months before it takes a, before it's away. So then you have for months you have just nice color lights on the street. This is very cool. Lovely, yeah. Color is important for our physiological states, you know. Yeah. <laughs> changes that, that and dancing, yeah. What about you, Zwan, kind of installations? And kind installations. Of um, I mean, that's what we're trying to do with Sense. We're, we're, we bring sort of local, local old artists that we know from our environment, you know, local, maybe not so local, but we bring artists and we, we want things to be, like, be able to be experienced in their environment rather than having to go to West End, you know, the, the expensive side of London, go to this gallery and kind of walk around and or and now we have to book in galleries as well. So I think it sounds like it's a lot stricter in London than it is over in Amsterdam. Um, no, it's, it's, pretty, it's, out, pretty, it's pretty strict here as well. But yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Outdoor, outdoor installations, I think it is a great idea, but then it needs a lot of funding, I think. And uh, finding, unless you're doing it all on your own back, but finding the right um, funder or finding the right gallery that will be able to do so, I guess that would be, um, I guess that's where galleries need to be looking now, basically. Galleries need to be looking to funding more um, outside and external events. Um, I mean, it's something that I've always dreamed of. I've always loved Daniel Barron, these simple sort of instances. But I think the people, what we just talked about a little bit earlier before, was about uh, the, some people earn a lot of money now during the COVID. For example, the supermarkets or Netflix or all those kind of people. But they're not sharing nothing with the, with the little shops. And, the, the one, and they all say like, yeah, everybody's in the same situation. <laughs> yeah, but the but the, but the trick they should is, share more. But the but the trick is, I mean, yes, in art. Yeah, 
yeah. that, that would be nice. But I'm going to put up a different head now because uh, it's fine we're talking it. about our idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, but, the, but the trick is to figure out how to get access to that to that money. So, um, mm-hmm. for for example, if you can ship digital content like Netflix, you can actually design something you can sell to someone. Then you can, can kind of begin to tap into the fact that people want to experience different things at home, right? Yeah. So that th- th- then you kind of or like like Amazon, if you can ship a physical product, mm. like you you know, do you want to show them that thing that you got the box? I can show you a little box with. This is this is amazing. You're gonna love this. It's a little club. So just for the point of view of the podcast, uh, we've basically got it's like a shoebox, but. You have to tell me if I'm if I'm in. Yeah, that yeah. Is, that is maybe a bit lower. Lovely. Yeah, yeah you see that? That's kind of amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have many boxes like that. <laughs> Small little clubs, Corona clubs. <laughs> they call they call the the twenty twenty bar always empty. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's 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 things you can learn from Netflix, and there's things you can learn uh, from Amazon, right? Kind of shipping digital content, shipping shipping yeah. physical product, and then also there's, there's there's things you can learn from businesses that that effectively socially yeah. distance. Who was selling websites before uh, called Rafael Rosenthal? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, so he was selling a whole website as a piece of art, which I found was quite a quite a smart oh, way yeah. to sell work. <laughs> Um, we're going back to a question about installations. I guess London's quite a, a capitalist city, like, and it's, it's you see if you walk around West End, you see lots of uh, funded installations, and but they're only in that area. So it's almost like this, these business realms, and the businessmen are walking by, and they don't they don't really they don't even see it. <laughs> yeah, they didn't see no, it. because they're just on the phone. But many people don't it's look around. Shame that this funding isn't being shared where where the art is. Is more prevalent. For example, areas like Hackney Wick um, uh, is a really dense community of artists, and um, which is changing a lot at the moment because of gentrification. So loads of flats are being built, and um, so it's it's there's a big, always a big uh, sort of battle between this sort of mon- the money money grabbers and this creative sort of uh, realm. Yeah, but it's also the mindset. Uh, the money grabbers they don't have the same mindset, so they don't care about. Uh having fun, but we make, uh, actually what I mostly do is where rich people, they are saving money to do what I do. You know what I mean? They're going to do what I do in their holiday or in their day if, uh, at that time. So rich them is actually, they, they buy it, but you can also create it to, to mm. be rich. If you make your good food and your good uh, house around you. Uh, the state of mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we have to also create new uh, money, not just the bitcoins and all that. We have to be more creative about where you can pay somebody with, and uh, with what you can pay somebody. Can also be like painting a wall or making a dish. Yeah, we have to do that more. Well, well, that, that, sharing. That, well, that 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 speaks to creating installations inside people's houses, right? So you find someone who wants a, a club. Um, you've done this before. Yeah, right? I do it. I he, do he, it. He does this. He, During the COVID, I did like yeah. six or seven houses already. Yeah. But, and then you kind of, you're beginning to jump between, I guess, interior design and installations, but you're doing installations inside people's houses. Yeah. For example, my company is called What Is Happening Here. 
And what I do is actually always the opposite. So you do all, if you want to reach something, you approach it with the opposite way as what you expect to do. So instead of building fences to stop people, you just tell a few people, hey, help me and tell them to wait. You know what I mean? If you, uh, if I'm, uh, if I'm in a poor place, that's the place where I'm going to look, make look very exclusive. And in an exclusive place, I make it a little bit more uh, trashy. So if I go to a, if I organize a hardcore party for hardcore people, uh, I would put a porcelain vase in the middle of the door opening. The owner will say like, oh, good, that's going to crash like, like that. But actually what's going to happen to like the hardcore people who already popped the pill, they're going to walk so slowly and intense around that vase that when they are inside, they're all going to be very calm. And then when you organize it for like people who are always very calm, you make, for example, around the dance floor, just a boxing ring. <laughs> when they go into inside the, the dance, they're going to be wild. You see, you can, you can, you can let everything, everybody do the, the, the other way as, as what you want. That's grass of, is green on the other side. What did you say? Oh, grass is green on the other side. Yeah, but we have to, we have to uh, get people doing this. So also for like making more performances, making a light show uh, date or making, um, I would like to make a movie with you, for example, that uh, like the same as when you, make, when you have a drawing and uh, I draw a little bit, I stop and then you finish a little bit of the drawing, you, you give it back, I finish a little bit, you give it back. Mm-hmm. Let's try to make a short movie of 10 minutes you shoot like two, three minutes. You send it to me. I shoot two, three minutes on my reaction on that part of the movie. I send it back. Let's send it back two or three times to each other. <laughs> By uh, con- continuing, continuing, yeah. continuing with the... From where we left off. Yeah, what, what you think like, okay, but he's going far now. Why is the guy naked suddenly? And you can solve that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A continuous story. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. <laughs> and let's invite everybody to do that with each other. Yeah. Send each other half-finished movies. <laughs> and we project them on, on just on the walls and on the, when it's smoggy outside on the clouds and uh, just on the streets. Uh, yeah, another great way to connect. Yeah, there, there are many ways. The other thing, the other thing that I've, I've, I've seen increasingly online is um, more kind of on the music than the um, visual side, um, people live streaming. So, you know, people just live streaming their, you know, especially DJs with physical records just at their turntables, just throwing it down. Yeah, that happens a lot. Huh? That happens a lot. You just, you know, you just go on and like, you know, there's places you can go at a particular time of day. You just get this live stream stuff. And um, also what I'm seeing is artists kind of more active on um, Instagram, right? And you've also got Instagram streaming as well, right? So there's, there's kind of other opportunities as well to connect to people, right? And also the great the great thing about um, Instagram and, and uh, uh, Facebook is also opportunities to generate revenue, right? If you if you if you can get um, a good following there, then there's also an opportunity to find other ways to monetize that. Yeah, is that is that something you're seeing in London as well? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, loads of people just on the streets, even not even in just in their homes. I've seen people live streaming from 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 a bus stop. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's accessible. It's all in your hand. So I, I think it's a great thing to be honest. The young people are more connected, making videos on TikTok. Yeah, they do, uh, and they that, that I like to they, they do the little dances and the, the nice things. Yeah, it is. It's like, nice. uh, I mean, but then it, it does come to a point where everyone's doing the same thing, and it just becomes a bit boring um, for me personally. And uh, Instagram as well. I've never been great at kind of posting things and being active for my followers and all this and it, I, I kind of find it a whole another world that I, I, I haven't really grasped fully um, but, um, it's existing very short eh? this exactly. time of so exactly. probably in 10 years it's, it was just a, like an exercise for what's next exactly but, but, but I, think it evol- I think it evolves because I think Instagram, so, yeah. it has value it kind of allows you to um, create, I, I kind of use the word brand in its broader sense, but it allows people to get a sense of what you're about. Yeah, definitely. A sense, of, a sense of your aesthetics. And, then it, and, and also it allows you to communicate to people in a way that's unfiltered. Yeah, there's right? also a lot of people, the followers, who are like really going to just imitate anything they see. Yeah? So it's also killing. Well, I, I think there's different types of people. There's, there's people who have products, right? And then there's people who are just kind of like it's kind of predictable and boring, if you will. And then you have people who really do stuff that is um, um, unusual. Every single every single um, post is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of artists, yeah, just post what, what their interests are. You know, they walk down the street and post a little sort of photo of the, the curb or something, something quite quirky and different. And it's, it's quite nice to have that. I mean, I agree with both of you on, on that, to be honest, because... Yeah, but that's why really, yeah. Instagram worries me a lot, but at the same time, you know, some people just like drawing in their house, and for once, they would have an opportunity to show their work to a, yeah, 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 all yeah. over the world. And you know, they might be shyer people who don't like going to parties and don't like meeting people and stuff. But at least they have an opportunity to to get their work seen. Yeah, and they suddenly like, dance. They never yeah. dance, and now they're going to dance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> and and the 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 beautiful thing is that if you I mean, what people are really interested in is not really art. Um, it's the artists. So very often you'll go to an installation because you're not, you're not necessarily passionate about the installation, but you're really curious about what this particular artist has put together, right? And the beautiful thing about Instagram is that it allows you a way to let people behind the scenes very easily. Mm-hmm. You can show yourself, yourself setting up a particular show, or you can show the creative process, or you can show the early version and see how people respond to that. You can test ideas. No. It's a skill in itself as well, actually, but um, you just have to be active on your phone and you have to constantly be, you know, ready to present it and sometimes can take away from the authenticity of life, maybe. Yeah, they <laughs> go on holiday and they, they make so many pictures that when they come home and they look at the picture, they, they are like, oh, was I there? <laughs> No, you need to you need to you need, um, you need to figure out a way not to lose. No, and you see also those people who are like very grumpy, like this, with the family, but then this photo moment comes like this. And then they have each other like <laughs> 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 they have the moment of touching. I always hope like okay, I hope it's good the camera don't work so they keep longer like this. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I I, I I pretend I'm making a picture. I'm not going to make the picture. <laughs> so it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Can you can see a little closer? A little closer there. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we have to tickle the people, eh, the artist. Yeah, I do. I do like the um the 
the accessibility of Instagram's live streams, though, that is, is a really good thing. And, you know, anyone can use it. My, uh, my nephew's making, um, this isn't to do with Instagram, but he's making um, stop motion animations on, on his iPad. Yeah, so there's so yeah. many ways that these technologies yeah. that uh, really help. Yeah, and because when you're home, what can you do else also? Yeah, exactly. Way. And I mean, uh, half of my work is, is technology-based. So, you know, without a computer, uh, uh, a lot of my work wouldn't have been created and, and realized the way it has. Yeah. Um, uh, no, logic for me too. And even if you put, put aside Instagram or Facebook um, or Bramble or whatever, but the, the point is that there's all of these online platforms that are evolving. And like you said, we don't know what's going to be there in two years, three years' time. But a, a lot of these things may provide different types of opportunities. Yeah, and, and, and Instagram and, think, and Facebook also, like they were, they were first babies, then small kids, and now they, they're, growing, they're growing up. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, no, totally. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Facebook really like put his, his foot down in, into the whole technology or social media thing because it started off so small. And now, you know, I've got, you know, six, like, you know, my mum's using Facebook, you know, connecting with friends that she hasn't spoken to for years. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. As well as, you know, you know, my nephew, for example. So you're, it reaches this big sort of audience. And we all get, we all get smarter and smarter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see the children of this of this generation, and you think, oh, they're gonna, you know, the computers and phones numb them down, which I guess in some cases it can do, but the 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 amount of information they take in every day just it's so it, much more than we did. So much more. Than, I mean, I was and very it. simple movies, so so simple to explain something that even I like. Oh, I'm, I'm like I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, now I understand it. <laughs> get on six is like or seven is like I think I think they are learning at a faster rate these children and I mean yeah. I was in a weird position I grew up without internet and then um, when I got when I was about 12 um, they started to introduce computers into the into the schooling systems and and into people's homes and um, so I kind of I look at people that always had phones and see their experience is a completely different thing than I than I had because yeah. I had it was 12 years of just running around, whereas um, the children I see today are completely, um, uh, not completely, but a lot more uh, a lot more using their apps. And yeah, apps. and they get school lessons on the computer, and uh, yeah, the, the yeah. fingers go very fast already over that screen. But I mean, I, I'm judging from the children that I've worked with in schools and, and my nephews, I think they are getting smarter. They are getting smarter. I think they are, we are evolving yeah. um, positively. Um, and that's very cool. I think. <laughs> because if you're very smart, you know also that you just want to do good yeah. in the end. Well, I think that, that's, a, that's a very, very, very uh, optimistic and positive note. It's kind of the way that I hope the world will evolve as well. Because, you know, my, 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 my hope is that um, technology will be um, a force to bring people together. Right. You know, I mean, you've seen what's happened in the U.S. recently. And that's the opposite of what, every, what most people want. Right. Um, so, yeah. And, and that's a beautiful thing about art, because art, art invites you to encourages you to reflect on things in, in, in a similar way. And club culture is all about that. It brings people together who may have completely different backgrounds, but they synchronize around the music yeah. and the lights and the beat and the rhythm. Yeah, I've right? got to tell something about art. Art is because for most people it's very difficult to understand what is art. But art is exactly for everybody something else. 
because everybody can choose for themselves what is their art, what is their what they think is art. I agree. So people cannot when you are. It's not like oh, this is art because it's in the museum. No, it's because many people thought that was art. You understand? But art can be really, really anything, people. <laughs> Oh, I check if my rabbit is still in the head. <laughs> yeah. You want some water? No, that's good. But on, on that note, is, uh, um, I'm I'm run out of things to ask you guys. I think we've gone through um, what you what, you, what you're doing, what, what you're up to, all the latest trends in Amsterdam and uh, London, and all the different solutions. We've looked at Instagram. We've looked at Facebook. I think there is a sense that um, there are opportunities online. Um, but nothing kind of really beats getting back to the old normal. Although I don't know when that's going to happen. No, 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 you know, no, no, no. I, 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 I don't hope that no, the old normal comes back because, at the end of the old normal, yeah. was too much. Mm. Everybody just like, no, look at me, look at me. I'm the best. Here. I, I just went to Mexico. Oh yeah, so I went to nobody. So I think, I think if we can create, if we can. Uh, influence the new creation of the new normal as artists let's make it a little better than before we have an important job at this time i think as so, okay so let me let me finish with this final final question right um because that's a really beautiful way of framing it uh I'll, I'll start with you first on what do you what would you like the new normal to be like mm. you're asking about both of you you want to go first uh, I, I want more fountains. I want more uh, f- uh, fresh water with fish and animals, even in the kennels here. I want uh, just uh, clean and hot and nice and sexy and, uh, you know. And, uh, but but as, 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 as an artist, what do you want for your art? I want more, I want more fun, fun because uh, uh, architecture is almost like uh, if people live good, there's going to be no war. So if, 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 if you come outside and there's a little fountain in a park and a tree, this is different. And if you come out of a big building with all like the same windows. So what you're saying is the whole city should be an installation. The whole city should be natural, natural, nature, nature, natural installation. I agree. Yeah. I mean, more nature, definitely. I mean, lots of people, I've started gardening in the lockdown actually. And now I've, I've I'm a year into being a professional gardener. <laughs> so I do, I do a lot with the pollinators. So yeah, we okay. making money with beehives on all the big buildings in Amsterdam. We make uh, help to make uh, nature on the roofs. We do wow. a lot of green stuff. Amazing. I think we have to talk again. Eh? We have to do yeah. it again. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering, have you heard of the Art Ship of Fools? No. Yeah, I did. What is it? Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's on the in the next to the uh, central station. Oh. Next to the Chinese boat. Right. There was okay. another boat. And that's like Ship of Fools. They have like a few uh, But floors. what is it? So for the podcast, what is it? Explain it to us. No, it's like you can eat there and drink there. and it's, But it's, it looks crazy. And the people there, it's all like, it's, it's cool. Okay. One thing yeah, I have to visit. When I come, I, I, we've been planning a trip to Amsterdam for quite a while. So it'd be great to meet up with you both. Yeah, you're going to see my shop and my studio and perhaps one of the parties. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eccentric. Oh, eccentric, j'adore. Tu tu parles tu peux français normalement, quoi. Mais ouais, je suis non. Ah, c'est ça. Parce que le nom de ta fille, c'est aussi un peu en français. Ouais, l'accent français un peu, quoi. Ah, oui. 
J'adore, j'adore. J'adore. <rire> Merci. And Zwan, do you have anything, do you have any final thoughts? Um, so, I think to make art, I've always been a big believer in art, art should be free. Art is love and art is free, I always say, because, so I guess, but then artists need to be paid. That's, that, <laughs> that's what it's going to jump money in. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Um, to, to survive here. Um, in the current state of affairs, so I guess giving more money to artists is what I would like to see, and put uh, the the money, the banks, and the businesses all putting more money back into the artistic yeah. artistic world, and, um, more nature, more freedom, more happiness, and um, social community events I'm when in. we can, as soon as we can. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So I just wanted a big thank you to Zwan and and Happy and Yob in Amsterdam and um, um, I'm hoping that this is the start of a new conversation for both of you and all of us so thanks again yeah. let's thank put everybody on fire yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much Job and yeah. thank you Rahul alright cheers